This is the European edition of Breaking Banks, the world's number one fintech podcast and radio show. We bring you the European unicorn startups, founders, regulators and leaders innovating the rapidly evolving fintech scene today. A truly localized podcast with both English and local language content with some of the world's most well-known hosts and influencers in the fintech sector globally. Join us every week as we explore what makes the European Union a phenomenal proving ground for many of the fastest-growing fintech plays in the world today. Okay, let's roll. Hello and welcome to another episode of Breaking Banks Europe. This is Roberto Cavodici, your host, and we have here a great guest. Enrico Talin from Commercial Network. All right, so he introduced himself. Uh, we are here in, uh, in the intent to discuss uh, another aspect for fintech uh, to approach blockchain, uh, especially in Europe, uh, because uh, being breaking back Europe, we are taking care of uh, Europe. Um, with this uh, organization called Commercial Network, uh, which translates in Commerce Network, but uh, the website is commercial.network, we're in Italy, they have made something very interesting. They put together a consortium of many companies. How many companies are there? The, co- the consortium started with like only four people, four companies, and then grew to 50, and now we're like 96 companies. 96, so four more companies for the magic number of 100, so this is an opportunity. And uh, all this company, I, it calls me a little bit RTC uh, for Corda, where a lot of banks participated, but that one ended up in a very strange way here. We have actually a product that is very interesting because uh, it's blockchain-based, so it has all the advantage of blockchain, but uh, has a front that is much more useful for the uh, company they adopted. Uh, can you tell us about it? Yeah, I mean, first of all, thanks for the actually the Corda Consortium example because I never thought about it. But uh, we started basically probably in the same time. But Corda was to uh, the, the object for Corda was to create uh, a very permissioned blockchain. So basically, we created exactly the opposite because we wanted from start to create a public blockchain. So we use uh, a Cosmos. Uh, uh, SDK technology, so it's a third generation uh, uh, blockchain. So you know, uh, in, uh, we have like proof of stake and uh, instant finality. So it's a very uh, interesting and very powerful uh, way to um, develop a blockchain. So anybody that wants to create its own blockchain, they can do it using the Cosmos SDK, and all the blockchains are interconnected with a. Uh, exchange asset exchange protocol called IBC. So, but, yeah, this is to say already that the, the, the blockchain created by commercial network uh, uses some standards so yeah. people can work on it yeah. without, without any yeah. issue. Uh, yeah, we didn't like the first rule of crypto you know, you never do your own crypto. <laughs> so, the most important thing is never to try to create a blockchain from scratch. We did, we use. Uh, uh, establish a tender mint protocol for proof of stake and we build upon this Cosmos SDK. The most important thing that we did is not technological. Right, so that, that's exactly what left me very well impressed because uh, mm. uh, at the end of the day it will be just another blockchain, right? So there are millions of blockchains, smart contracts are there, people can build what they want, uh, you know, things can be done in any way. 
But what is amazing about uh, adopting the commercial network blockchain for whatever use is that there are a set of applications already set. Uh, there is uh, APIs, SDK for development. Yeah. But there is something even better that uh, by the law, yeah. this blockchain has validity. So tell, tell us more about this. Yeah, this is especially, it's mind puzzling for especially people that comes outside of Europe. Why? Because everywhere else but Europe, especially if you are like in the United States, if you're in the United Kingdom, where there is common law, okay, everything is a contract. So whatever, you can create something on the blockchain and if the two people agree that it's fine, it's fine. That does not happen in Europe. Why? Because we have a very different uh, set of rules in Europe and each country has its own uh, basically rules, but luckily for us, the digital people, we have a set of rules that makes a document legally binding and these rules and regulation is called ADAS regulation. It has been around since 2014, so it's nothing new. And this 2014 regulation provides the organizational, contractual, so contracts and technical and uh, uh, let's say uh, workflow uh, specification to make a digital document legally binding exactly in the same way you would sign a piece of paper. Okay, so um, this, is, this is very interesting because uh, many times people create incredible solution on blockchain and then uh, in the last mile they are lost because they have no legal validity of what they do. So here we have uh, identity management, uh, uh, document authorization that is actually legal uh, because we all use in the Bitcoin blockchain the proof of existence. I record the document uh, since uh, 10 years ago, but uh, if I ever needed it, God, I didn't need, but if I ever needed to go in court and say, hey, no, this proof that they registered, so I need to find a judge that knows what blockchain uh, is, etc., etc. While here, you don't, a, you don't need it because basically... signature that is compliant exactly. to the law. Yeah, not only the, 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 the signatures, not only the technical aspect, because like the judge, of course, is a man of law or woman of law. So they only apply code, but not code, <laughs> legal code. And uh, they say what is valid and what's valid, they have to take a look of what is done in terms of regulation. Europe decides with ADAS, basically provides a way for technology people like us and from commercial network to create a legally binding document that if you go throughout Europe, anywhere in Europe, and you go in front of a judge and you provide a blockchain transaction made with commercial network, no, no single uh, judge can dismiss this proof because, of the, because it's electronic. Why? Because ADAS provides exactly that. It's born just to, to do not let any judge or any person <laughs> in Europe to say, no, I cannot accept because it's a digital. Okay. No. So this is the step further to the electronic uh, signature that we have in many countries, like Estonia yeah. being leading this, uh, but now, you know, many other countries in Europe have. So this is interesting because uh, it's a standard Cosmos. Yeah. Uh, there are special tools built on it. Yeah is managed by this consortium of companies that really care about uh, the legal aspect 
and it's they open. only care about exactly data. right the and technology they don't care about much because they they're not like let's say picky about if it's a blockchain or not because right. they're not interested of course it's a blockchain because it provides a better uh, let's say binding way among the consortium member but the most important thing for them is is it legally binding exactly. yes it and, is. And, and and what what really left me well impressed uh, that's why I really want to share with everybody this thing is that uh, it's not made with the spirit of a closed thing just for a few it's open so any developer and i spoke with so many around europe they have the project idea to do uh, i don't know the notarization of the diploma of the school uh, rather than uh, a warranty for uh, machineries uh, rather than uh, you know the anything don't need to go beside the right sitting in ethereum write a smart contract and then it's not legally valid you know can use commerce network is open so it's yeah. a really blockchain open if somebody wants to join as a validator know that there is a, a membership fee of this consortium obviously if somebody wants to use particular pieces of software provided by commerce network can pay a fee for it which i assure is now uh something for me something that any developer can pretty much afford yeah. And can build solution that uh, could build with any other blockchain, but uh, mm. have a legal yeah. value. So. It's a legal validity. So you do your own. You have an idea. You build. You build it technically, but unfortunately, exactly like you, you said, then doesn't not stand in courts. So people won't use it because it's not like uh, legally binding. In our case, we created first the legally binding aspect, then the. API, so you don't need to be absolutely a Web3 developer. Even if you are like a Web2 developer, since we provided the API, okay, we can, of course, let you create a solution that is Web2.0 with the user experience, so login and password. Of course, if you want to delve into the SDK, you still can use For purists of blockchain, obviously, people want to sign in their own other wallet. Can use Metamask or Kepler in this case. In the case for Cosmos, it's not Metamask, Metamask for Ethereum, but the equivalent of Metamask. Yeah. But uh, for uh, less, uh, if my grandma need to use the system and she will get lost with the uh, wallet hardware or a browser wallet, uh, they have a, a compliance system so that they comply with the regulation for banks like this uh, yeah. to manage uh, the private key. Yeah. So this it's is a, yeah. So this is an additional things to make it uh, legally compliant, also to the level of uh, key management. Plus, uh, making compliant for the user <laughs> to be able to use the system. Easy for developer with SDK. So it's really um, something that should see a very bright future, right? They should have an easy onboarding of a project. Already, project already implemented for something else. Yeah. They need the additional aspect of being legally compliant. So yeah. how long is that you've been working, Justin? Well, we started, the idea was actually during the, the DEF CON in Cancun. So the idea came out in 2017. You remember was the time there was like all the crypto kitties. So the group of people that were there behind the commercial said, why we don't do like something like a project blockchain instead of exchanging crypto kitties, let's do with the real legally binding document. And it was just an idea in 2017. And also, since we were in Cancun, there was a lot of margarita drinking, so we didn't, <laughs> I, we didn't really focus much. But in 2018, 
um, we created the company, the startup company. We got like initial seed funding, uh, thanks to 25 local entrepreneurs. And then with that money, we created the first uh, version of the chain in 2019. And also in 2019, we created a consortium. Now the consortium, um, basically, uh, we had like a, the, the startup and the consortium. Now we created one single thing. So the, the consortium merged into one single and it's an incorporated company. So everybody is under the same roof. Instead of having the consortium and the startup, we created like a yeah, single one. Most blockchain have a foundation. They yeah, have we don't so have foundation. We don't work like this. This is more it's a commercial easy. thing. So yeah. Uh, it is for everybody, it is open, open, but open so everything is open source. It remains a business uh, that, uh, so I, I like this because it's really the transition, the hybrid transition that is needed to bring on something that is decentralized yeah. and yet that has somebody that makes sure that it grows properly without yeah. being just a donation base. Uh, the governance, thing. for example, we have a, like our own governance uh, system in Cosmos, we use Cosmos standard governance but does not uh, vote, uh, all the validators do not vote about economic issues because our token is an utility token. So um, uh, the only vote about technology matter, functionality. everything, functionality, we want to have this, this and that. In fact, the, 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 the eight smart contracts that we build are not because we just build it because we wanted to build it trying to do a cool thing. No was exactly from the demand of the people involved in the consortium. So they present us with like 250 problems and we, uh, we analyze them. We, we, and with, with those 250 problems, we found that we could solve them with eight smart contracts. Mm -hmm. So it's only in, in commercial network, there are only eight smart contracts, but are the smart contracts they want, okay. the companies so, want. So, and I am mesmerized because uh, I've been trying to invest, I did invest three years of my life to find technology in Europe. I live in Southeast Asia where uh, blockchain is something that is already aged and the governments help, but there are central banks that help. Here in Europe is something new. And I am now in the heart of Milan. Uh, I am now in Berlin. I am in a countryside uh, outside in the far depth of the Venetian region. Uh, and, and I find this thing is, it's not surprising that uh, uh, our guest speaks English so well because he has a background of study in the United States. Uh, and so that's why you bring this uh, open-mindedness and this, uh, this excellence here. But I'm really, uh, without any advice in the middle of nowhere, in a beautiful place in the middle of nature, and where there is this technology and the heart of uh, what can become uh, a revolution in the adoption of blockchain in Europe, because Europe is a place that really care about legal compliance of things, because uh, uh, that's that's a lot of paper. We have a lot of bureaucracy. It's very bureaucracy, bureaucratic <laughs> uh, continent. All right. So, well, this is an invite to any company that wants uh, to develop technology in Europe illegally compliant and the developer that is already doing a project, but maybe want to shift into something that has illegal compliance. Uh, um, I'm doing this uh, open disclosure without any direct interest because Absolutely. I want to uh, promote something that I think is uh, valid and is really in the world of fintech, uh, uh, a step ahead that is necessary, something excellent. It's been a pleasure having this chat with you. Thank and you. Uh, 
Anybody want to contact? We want to put the contact under here in the comment section. Leave comments or write. And wishing the best to commercial network. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Breaking Banks Europe, a Provoke Media podcast in cooperation with FinTech Stage. Don't forget to tweet us out, shout out, or post to the team at Breaking Banks EU on Twitter. If there's something or someone you'd like to hear on our cast, let us know. See you next week on Breaking Banks Europe.